Welcome back to the Women Caring Worth podcast. I am your host, Whitney Allen, and I can't wait to chat with you guys today. I promise I won't be here very long. I know I said that last time, um, but I just really, really want to encourage you guys today because, you know, as the year is coming to an end, I know everybody's talking about vision boards and resolutions and this, that, and the third, but I really want to make sure that we are in the right mental space moving forward into the new year, right? And when it comes to resolutions, declarations, plans, whatever it is, none of those things can happen and come to pass if our mind is not right, if our mind is not settled, if we're not focused on the right things. And the funny thing to me was um, on Sunday, my husband was preaching and he preached on the topic of focus. Um, and he didn't know what I was going to talk about on the podcast, obviously, um, because originally I was going to record this last week, but, um, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> here we are this week. And, um, this week I want to talk about let it go and go. So as he was talking about focus, um, first of all, I was in my feelings cause I'm like, so why are you going to talk about me in front of the whole church <laughs> when he basically was, um, giving an example of how we can go into the store for one thing, but get distracted by like, Ooh, what's this over here? Looking at stuff on a shelf, looking at all these things that you did not come into the store for. And that had literally happened probably like two days before. Um, so I thought that was really funny. Um, but it was just a reminder that that can happen to us so many times, whether it's on our job, in our business, with our family, in our marriage. Like we can say we're about to do something. We can say we're going to make changes. We can say, you know, this is what we're focusing on this quarter or this year. And the next thing you know, our focus is all over the place. We get distracted by life's happenings. We get distracted by situations. We get distracted by new relationships. We get distracted by, you know, things happening with our family members members or um, things not going according to plan in our business. Like we talked about a little bit of that last week. Um, and again, we were reminded about having an intercessor. So knowing that we have an intercessor on our side, that should help us shift our mindset so much easier already because we know that we're not in it alone. We know that we're not in it alone. And I remember uh, maybe about a month or two months ago, I was talking to a friend and she was basically saying, you know, when it came to motherhood and marriage and all the things that she was doing, you know, she's this real boss lady. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Um, she was saying that she knows and that she's learned that she can only do it with the help and with the strength of Holy Spirit with, you know, it, like it's on God, basically, you know, and that's obviously it's not verbatim what she said, but I just want to to relay that to you guys, that moving forward, we have to keep at the top of our mind that it's on God. Like we got to partner with him, but we got to remember that some of these things that feel too big for us, some of these things that feel like there's no way I can accomplish this. Some, some of the things that feel as though like, how am I going to balance and X, Y, and Z? We got to remember it's on God. God is the one who gave us the vision. God is the one who gave us the family. God is the one who gave us the marriage. God is the one who gave us the business. God is the one who gave us the ministry. Whatever it is, it, it's on God, right? But if we don't take the time to ask God, Lord, what should be my focus in this season? What should be my focus in this year? What should be my focus as a mother? What should be my focus as a business owner? What should be my focus today? 
<laughs> Let's start there. God, what should be my focus today? You know, and I can speak for myself, you know, y'all know I'm a stay-at-home mom. And when I say <laughs> it can be so easy to go to bed the night before, like, okay, boom, this is what we're going to do tomorrow. And then you wake up the next morning and a million and one other things start happening or you look around the house like, oh, this needs to be fixed or I need to clean this up or I need to do this load of laundry. And next thing you know, your focus is where, right? And so one thing that has really been helping me has been, um, you know, I, I'm a to-do list type person. Um, <laughs> I just like order. Um, but I've been shifting the way I do my to-do list lately and I have it more so for the week but I know what my priorities are. And so as I start checking things off that list, number one, I know I'm, I'm not gonna stray as much because I'm like, these things gotta get done. But I started listing them in the priority of which they need to get done. Um, for example, if it's, if it's about God, if it's God related, if it's about my spiritual health, if it's about you know anything of that, that's at the top of the list. If it's marriage related, if it's something that, you know, my husband desires for me to do to to keep us happy, to keep our household running correctly. I'm, I've been pushing that to the top of the list. If it's something in regards to my son, you know, I'm pushing it at the top of the list. If it's something in regards to my business, it's at the top of the list, you know, so that that's the way I've been laying it out. But I do that each day. You know, I go through the list each day. You know, I ask God, okay, what of this list or what do I need to focus on, you know, to, to get things done and starting to see so many things just getting checked off and checked off has been great. But part of, again, what has been helping me be successful aside from the list making, aside from asking God, you know, what is my focus has been letting go of old mindsets, letting go of the way I used to do things letting go of the timelines in which I used to do things, letting go of my preconceived notions of this isn't going to work or I don't have enough time or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. So being, and, and it was just so funny to me because my son and I were watching Frozen. I mean, I don't really know how much he was actually paying attention to it, to be honest. So it was probably more so I was watching Frozen. <laughs> um, I think I was making dinner or baking his birthday cake or something. Um, but it was just so, uh, it was just a funny reminder to me knowing that this is what I was going to talk about. And you know, Elsa is going in singing, let it go <laughs> and all of that good stuff. So it, it, it was just, again, a great reminder that we got to let some things go before we try to walk into the new, because the new is coming for some of us, the new is already here. And if we're taking these old mindsets into these new places, more than likely, we're going to be frustrated. More than likely, we're we're going to see some stagnation. More than likely, we're going to be wondering where's the fruit. More than likely, um, things just aren't going to work. It's not going to fit, right? And when I talk about letting go of old mindsets, for example, like you might have had a particular time you know, that you timeline that you think you can do things, you know, whether it's for your business or for your family or whatever. But guess what? Now that you have a child, now that you have a, a greater list of clients, now that you have a greater demand in ministry or whatever it is, maybe those times aren't working anymore. 
that doesn't mean that you're a failure. That doesn't mean that you'll never accomplish it. That just means you got to ask God, okay, how can we shift this? My husband again was talking about shift on him <laughs> in his sermon. And sometimes we got to shift our mindset. Right. We had a, um, an episode um, some months ago about embracing the shift. Right. So when we think about, OK, what do I need to let go of? What do I need to let go of in order to prepare myself for what I prayed for? Because if we being honest, if we truly believe God is going to do what he said he was going to do, then we would prepare accordingly. Right. We would prepare accordingly. We would clean up the house or start packing or, you know, get rid of what, again, doesn't serve us. Or we might restructure our business so that it could um, be more streamlined, whether that means hiring a VA or it means, OK, I need to sit down uninterrupted, focus <laughs> on looking through these services and looking um looking through my product suite, looking through what do I offer that, you know what? It looks like my clientele doesn't actually need this. What they really need is this, you know, um, or looking at your price points and saying, I'm not benefiting from this price point because, you know, say I'm selling products and the expenses that it takes to, um, to produce, these things for these people is way more <laughs> than um than what I'm I'm accounting for. So I'm not making any profit, even though I'm putting out the best product I can, even though I'm putting my heart into it, even though my brand is on point, my marketing is on point, X, Y, and Z. So you get what I'm saying? Like if we don't take that time to focus on the real work, focus even on the inner work. Because again, when we come, when, when it comes to pricing, if we're talking about um, pricing things appropriately, but we're so focused on nobody's going to want to pay that, I, I'm not big enough, quote unquote, yet, or I can't do X, Y, and Z, that's coming from a lack mindset or a mindset of lack, excuse me. You know, it's coming from a mindset of unbelief in yourself. It's coming from a place of low self-esteem, self which is also something we're talking about at church currently. Um, we have our low self-esteem series, if you in the area and want to come. Um, but it's, it's just really interesting to me because, again, God has to clear some things out in us before he blesses us with what he um what he has for us. And I've always heard and talked about for years how, you know, if God blesses you with something you desire too soon, instead of a blessing, it'll become a burden. And we don't want our blessings to be burdens in this season. We want to receive the fullness of what God has for us. We want to receive the full abundance of what he has for us. We want to be able to even enjoy fully what he has for us, you know? Um, so, it's just so important that we're taking this time to really sit down and say, what is it that I need to let go of so that I can go, so that I can go full steam ahead, so that I can truly run. As I was working on my calendar for January, I was like, oh my gosh, I already have several things lined up. <laughs> and it dawned on me like, okay, certain things need to shift because 
when those things, whether I, all of those um, are speaking opportunities. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do and shift? Or what do I need to restructure so that by the time these speaking opportunities come up, I will be able to be fully present so that I can be my best self, so that I can truly pour into the people that God is calling me to speak to, so that I can teach well, so that I can have um, the right uh, materials to distribute if necessary. And some of us, that letting go, um, how do I say this? <laughs> some things we need to let go of, it's not always so deep. Like it, it might just be like, I need to let go of these snacks. I need to let go of staying up until 2 a.m. <laughs> I need, you know, so that I can get adequate sleep. Because one thing I was definitely, definitely reminded of this year is your sis needs her sleep. I'm going to say that again. Your sis needs her sleep. Okay. I have realized that if I have anything less than seven hours a night, I'm not functioning at my best. And then I went ahead and found some, uh, some, some articles, some research to back this up. And I was just reminded like, sis, you managed a whole, um, page for a medical practice back in my social media management days. And some of the things we talked about were the benefits of sleep. And I know you might be thinking, wait, it's not that deep. Or you know what? I don't have the time to sleep. My schedule is so... It's, mm -mm. That means we're not implementing the correct boundaries. That means we might be taking on too much. That means we might need to work on our time management skills. That means, again, we might need to reprioritize and see what needs to go here. That means we might need to start saying no. Because when you don't get enough sleep, you are fatigued. You're not at your most creative self. You are grumpy and grouchy or easily triggered. You are more susceptible to gain more weight, right? You you don't feel as um, healthy and energized. Like there's so many things and it's just sleep. And I, I promise I didn't mean to go off on that much of a tangent. But when it comes to letting go, sometimes we don't realize that it's just certain habits, or certain ways of doing things, you know, that we need to let go of. It's not always the big things. It's the small things that create an unsustainable pattern, right? And because I love y'all, I got to tell you, you know, because I've I've seen it and experienced it in myself firsthand. So, you know, it's like when you know better, you do better. So I just want better for my girls, okay? Um, But again, all of that is just to say, you know, I dare you to let go in this season. I dare you to let it go, give it to God, restructure your life and focus so that you can go for real, so that you can truly go after the things that he has for you, so that you can truly do the work and do the work in excellence. Do the work in excellence. You know, Nobody's expecting you to be perfect. We had a whole episode about um, perfection versus productivity or something to that effect. And it's not about being perfect. Perfectionism, perfectionism will lead you to a whole lot of procrastination and excuses and not producing again. You know, so I dare you to let go, to let go of the expectations, to let go of control, to let go of your questions. And guys, I am the number one person with all the questions because I just need to know how things are going to work out.
you know, but even having um, a conversation with my husband the other day, like I'm really realizing there is more that I need to let go of in that department when it comes to questioning. And even though I might see it as I'm just trying to have a plan, <laughs> you know, I'm learning to think of my plan as more of an outline, right? But I got to allow God to fill in the blanks. And you know what? Sometimes shift that outline. The outline is just to help, but we can't let it hinder us from, from growth. We can't let it hinder Holy Spirit from moving the way he needs to move. You know, so I really just want to challenge you to let go of the way it used to be. Let go of the way you used to be. Let go of the way you used to serve. Let go of the way you used to work. You know, embrace yourself um, embrace the new and free yourself from used to. I'm say that again. Embrace the new and free yourself from used to. You know, um, and I believe we talked about this before about how even um my prayer life has changed a little bit. You know, when I first had a chance, I used to feel guilty because I was like, man, I'm not having, you know, my devotion the same I would be because I would either just be falling asleep or just be so exhausted, you know, having a newborn or, you know, an infant and just adjusting to regular life. And of course, as I say that he's waking up from his nap, but you know, I would be so hard on myself. And again, not remembering to give myself the grace to adjust. But when I give myself that grace, that I also still have to move forward and adjust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, so before, I know we talked about how I used to um, pray and whatnot while I was pumping. And while I might not be pumping anymore, I can still pray while I'm doing the dishes. I can still pray while I'm doing the laundry. I saw this really cool video um, on Instagram yesterday of this woman who uh, she prays as she folds their laundry and she has like different um, parts or types of prayers to always remember to pray um, for like each piece of clothing. I don't remember it um, in, in its fullness, but I thought that was, that was a great idea because we got to remember to incorporate God into our day all day long, right? And yes, it's great to have designated prayer time. Like we're going to pray at five o'clock every morning, but that doesn't mean you pray at five and then for the rest of the day, you forget about him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because again, life is going to happen. Situations are going to come up. Sometimes your schedule will get shifted. Um, but just being able to let go of this is exactly how it needs to be, or this is how it always was and embrace, you know what? God is doing something new. Maybe I'm going to be on the road a lot more. Maybe I'm going to be traveling. Maybe I'm going to be in the air. Maybe, you know, um, I'm going to have to be on a subway, like wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I remember when I was in New York, I had a lot of devotion with God. I had a lot of praise and worship on the drain. I had a lot of writing, Ha probably a good portion of both of my books were written on the subway because that's when I could quiet myself amidst all the noise. That's when I could quiet myself and listen to my worship playlist and, you know, write down my thoughts or again, um, staying up at that, at that period of time, my creative zone was 12 AM to 4 AM because that's when it was quiet in my house. That's when nobody was asking anything of me and all the ideas would just start to flow. 
you know, but being able to adjust now, some of that time, whether it's getting the majority, like when we talk about shifting um, in our schedule, sometimes just getting the majority of the hard work or the real focus work that I know, you know, I, I got to do where when, when chance isn't going to be able to, you know, pull my attention. I know now, OK, I just need to do that during nap time. And it releases so much of that stress. You know, sometimes I'm burnt out and I'm like, you know what? Sis needs this nap. And I might just need to take a nap. But majority of the time, it releases so much um, pressure off of my shoulders knowing, you know what? I'm not even going to frustrate myself trying to do this during this period of time that I need to be present with him. But I do know that I have these two hours and the amazing thing that, you know, um, I believe that you will start to see is that we can do a whole lot more in a, a lot less time when it's focused time. When that's all we're focusing on and when that's all we're expecting to see in that short period of time, you can do a whole lot more. Same thing with our mornings when we wake up earlier, right? You know, I already know that if I don't start my morning right after, you know, I, I get up, make my husband's lunch, his tea and all that stuff. If I don't start my work or, you know, my devotion or whatever I need to do right after he leaves. And that's about 630. It's going to be a slower day. I'm not going to get as much accomplished in the morning. I already know that because there's a certain gap period of time, you know, that I have where I can have that focused energy. So if I know that, then why am I going to be upset with myself if at, you know, 10 a.m. I'm not able to type up this email, you know, or this extensive email, or I'm not able to do X, Y, and Z, right? So again, same with these podcast episodes. We've talked about this before. Or same with um, client calls or meetings, you know, learning, okay, I can schedule these things at nap time. I can do X, Y, and Z during my lunch hour. You know, again, I remember um, working at the hotel or working at the preschool and whether I had a 15 minute break, 30 minute break, you know, or an hour I utilize that time to either pour into myself, to call a friend who I know I needed to call, you know, um, to pour into my business, to work on my book, whatever it was, to respond to emails during the time I do have. We can be so caught up on what we don't have that we miss what we do have. And that's what pulls us out of a place of gratitude. Because instead of complaining, oh, God, I just don't have the time for this. Thank you, God, for these uninterrupted two hours that I have. Thank you, God, for this 30-minute break. Thank you, God, for this 15-minute break. And that might not feel like much, especially, and I know what it's like to be in a job that you're like, I know I can't stay here much longer. This isn't what I saw for myself. You know, whatever the case may be, we all have things happening. And sometimes we got to do this, the things we don't want to do in order to help get the results that we do want to see later on. But I know that sometimes just having those 15 minutes, we can still rejoice. We can still have joy. We can still be grateful because you know what? There might've been a time period where you didn't even have a job to have a 15 minute break on. Okay. You know, so finding these pockets of gratitude throughout the day, finding these times to, you know, um, just worship and thank God for being God finding the 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 focus 
to even do um what was it called our time blocks that we spoke about with Celeste um and that was that was several episodes back but time blocking our day so we know okay boom this 90 minute period is for this this 60 minute period we're doing this after this 60 minutes we're we're taking lunch or we're doing whatever it is right but I say all of this just to say let it go so that you can focus on the new let it go so that you can focus for the new right if God trusts you enough for the new you got to start trusting yourself you got to start trusting yourself you know and I, I know we love to share this scripture and you know you hear everybody talking about it especially sometimes around the new year but I'm going to share it again anyway because Isaiah 43 has for many years, being something, uh, a, a scripture that just sustained me, that helped me, that pushed me through. Um, and then we about to go because Chance is ready to get up. But Isaiah 43 and 18 says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So I just want to encourage you today to forget the former things. Don't even think about them because God is doing something so new, but you got to perceive it. You got to embrace it. You got to say, okay, God, I'm yours. Do what you need to do. Give me the instruction. Give me the strategy. And this time I will follow it. This time I will obey and move forward in the direction of the things that you want for me. And I just want to remind you that if you don't show up, there's somebody who's going to stay in lack because you're not showing up. If you don't show up, there's somebody who's going to stay lost because you're not speaking up. If you don't show up, there's somebody who's not going to have what they need to move forward. There's somebody who's not going to have the healing. There's somebody who's not going to have the deliverance. There's somebody who is not going to have the encouragement. There's somebody who's not going to know about Jesus. There's somebody who um, isn't going to have their prayers answered because you chose not to show up. All right. So I love y'all. I just want to remind you that you are already worthy. So embrace that. Embrace your worthiness. Embrace that you are chosen. Embrace that you are a child of God. Embrace that you are royalty and embrace the new. I love y'all. Have a great day. See you next week.